Hello, thank you for joining the Oikos Family Podcast, episode 67. I'm Sonia Wood, and I thank you for joining me. I always feel so overwhelmed, always. I don't know if I will ever stop saying that because it just always overwhelms me that I can sit here at our home in South Africa, see our little South African flag, and I can talk to you, whoever you are when and wherever you are. And I feel like I'm talking to you because, you know, I, get, I especially get myself a cup of, um, actually this is coffee today, it's not tea, it's delicious. Um, and, and I like to just spend some time sitting, talking to you and having a, a hot beverage. And wherever you are, as I, as I say, it is just to me a privilege. And so I actually imagine, or even though I'm sitting in a studio, I'm really thinking about you, the parent, the, even the children, Whoever happens to be watching, because sometimes it's nice for the children to watch, because I like to tell them about little Zaki over here. This is little Zaki. This is our little mascot. Um, there's a lot of stories about Zaki. In fact, you know what I'll do? I'll put a link in the show notes or whatever. If you want to hop to the video, that's all about Zach and why we have the zebra theme, because we spoke about that previously. So I won't get distracted with talking about that today. Here, I'll put little Zaki back there. He's always with us. It's a very important um, symbol in the Oikos, in Oikos ministries. And maybe it's specifically important at this time, um, during this time that we're in in this world where everybody's at home, where we need to focus on the black and the white and not go into the gray zone. There's all that in that other video which I've uh, mentioned that I will share with you. Today, however, what I wanted to talk to you about is the fact that last week, last podcast, podcast number 66, I shared with you all about um, the many things that we have here in Oikos that we feel are at your disposal. They're just available to you. You don't have to worry about um, the purchasing and the how-to and the how to get your resources and all the rest of it because we've got all this available to you, just ready right there waiting for you to just receive. And so one of the many things that we already have but we're actually doing more of is audiobooks. Now, if you've been following previous podcasts or watching Oikos videos, you'll see that audiobooks is something that's become more and more of a topic in uh, the past year or so here at Oikos. And again, when we started making the audiobooks, we didn't know we were going to be hitting a COVID-19 crisis in the world. We didn't know that. We just are so impressed with God because we felt prompted to do this, not just prompted, but compelled to actually turn our books into audiobooks. And you know what? Now, these audiobooks are available to you. You just go to oikosfamily.coza and you can go to store and look at the audiobook category. See if there's any audiobook you particularly like there. Click on it. You can listen to a sample for it and decide if you would like to access that particular audiobook. All right. Now, the thing is, is that we are not going to stop making these audiobooks. Now, in this time that we are in this unique, unusual time, we are actually creating more audiobooks. And last week, I narrated um, one of the books that I've written called Healing Love. And as I was narrating this book, I was thinking, I know why I have to narrate this book now, because it's possible that there's something in that book that can be supportive and helpful to somebody. And if they're at home and they're not in the same state of their normal routine of a lot of um, demands on them, 
they can perhaps listen to this audiobook when they're washing dishes or <laughs> vacuum cleaning the house. You don't need gym, you don't need to go to the gym, you can just vacuum clean your house or clean. That's a lot of exercise right there. But anyway, you can possibly listen to this um, audiobook. And if you want to find out more about it, what, what I did uh, more than a year ago was somebody interviewed me about this particular book asking questions such as, why did you write it? Why is that chapter titled My Mother? And so on. And, and so I answered all those questions on the interview. And we've got that on the YouTube channel. And so there it is for you. You can um, listen to the audiobook and you can watch the interview. Now, isn't it interesting? The interview was done more than a year ago. We did it and then we just put it aside. And now it's the time for us to make it available to you, just because the time has come for that now. And it's that very thing, that example that I want to share with you to say that let's grab the moment in the time that's been presented to us and make the most of it. Let's use this time as effectively as we can to gain whatever it is that we need to be gaining, the lessons we need to be learning in this time. So I think what would be a nice idea, actually, is when I'm finished talking to you now, I think I'm going to just drop in one of the chapters of this book or the introduction or some piece of the Healing Love book that I narrated last week for you. And just to give you an introduction as to what is actually, what it's all about. Um, I do believe that it is, that it can be helpful to you at this time, whoever you are and wherever you are. That's what I believe. And as I said, I'm, I, please don't misread that as me trying to promote something of myself because it's not that, because the, the book itself is, once you've listened to the book, you'll realize that it's actually just all about the journey that God has us on and his healing love. It's titled Healing Love for the purpose of him healing us and his love and how it heals us. And and I, I just feel it's really um, helpful at this time because, I mean, this book was written years, more than 10 years ago, and it's always just been available as a physical book. Now we've made it an audio book for you, and we've got um, the interview. And I feel as though there's a lot of healing taking place at this time. It's one of the things I was trying to touch on on the previous podcast about feeling overwhelmed spiritually in this time, and I believe it's because one of the one of the reasons I feel very overwhelmed spiritually is because of the deep work that God is doing in this time, and one of them is healing on so many levels. And I'm going to pray and trust and believe that the healing will be taking place, not destruction, not something that's going to go badly, but it's up to us to lean into God and see what his priorities are and use time for healing, healing relationships, building relationships. Um, we know our planet is getting healed. I mean, that, that is clearly obvious already in such a short time, how quickly nature bounces back and heals itself. And so we need to bounce back too. We need to not be trampled down by all of this situation that we're in. We need to rise up. We need to enjoy the valley, walk through it, Gain everything we can from it. And I hope you'll enjoy the healing love sample that I'll play now at the end of this podcast. So I do hope you're going to find all of this helpful and healing and supportive. And please remember, just email us, email me, sonia at oikosfamily.coza, um, S-O-N-J-A at oikosfamily.coza. And let me know what it is that you might be struggling with as a family, as a parent, 
um, at home with your children if there's something we can do to help you because I think we might really have the help is what I'm saying. I think I might be able to give you the help instantly um, by means of pointing you to the in the direction of where the help is already there for you. So thank you for listening to this podcast. I appreciate that and for being with me. If you're watching, thank you for watching. And I just really, really hope you're going to find this Healing Love um, audiobook to be supportive and helpful. Till next time. Bye for now. On the day that my mother, Yvonne, was due to deliver her baby, she stopped at my father's petrol station to inform him that baby number four was on its way. Here she met an uncle of hers who was visiting from Durban at the time. He promptly went to the cafe across the road and purchased a large tin of biscuits with a picture of a little girl with long blonde hair on the lid. He proudly presented this to my mother and announced that this time she would be having a daughter. He then bid her farewell and left for Durban, which at that time was approximately a two-hour journey. On his arrival at his home, his wife gladly greeted him with joyous news. Yvonne has just had a baby daughter. He stood in utter disbelief and replied, How can that be? I just left her at the petrol pumps. How was he to know that Yvonne had speedily delivered her first three babies, all sons? At that time, Gregory, Stephen and Andrew were aged three, two and one. So the delivery of her fourth baby was even quicker. From that day, dear Uncle Ray affectionately called me petrol pumps. I was otherwise mostly referred to by the name my parents chose for me, Sonia. So this is the account of my arrival here on this earth, a small hospital in Zululand, on the 5th of January 1962, being the only daughter of a family of boys. Believe this, for it is true. A little blonde-haired girl is what I grew up to be. Having strong Norwegian heritage, I did not let Uncle Ray down. By the time I was three years old, my parents had moved down the coast from Zululand to Westfall, inland from the city of Durban, Natal. It was in this rapidly expanding suburb that our family lived for the next 30 years. My father then started a building and real estate business, which he developed throughout our time in Westfall. He is a well-admired and respected, God-fearing man of the community, my father being of Scottish heritage and my mother of Norwegian heritage naturally supported strong homemaking and thriftiness. My mother's occupation was home and family and specialising in that, she naturally passed her passion and skills onto her family. One of her skills was money management. It would simply not do to buy four school jerseys if you could knit them yourself for the purchase price of one. She bought a knitting machine, and so naturally I was taught to knit on this knitting machine from a young age. At the age of seven, my mother bought me my first sewing machine, and sewing lessons began twice a week. For this, I truly was not grateful at the time of my childhood. My friends were playing while I was sewing. Oh, how I thank my mother today for not softening to the cries and complaints of my youth, but rather staying firmly on the course which she knew was going to be of great value for my life. This reminds me of the baking and cooking lessons which were built into the week's routines. At a young age, I was confidently cooking meals for my family of six. Saturday morning was baking day. By age 12, I was confident in baking biscuits, rusks, savoury and sweet pies and a large variety of cakes. All this, of course, 
require dedication and commitment from our mother and a firm determination to not be swayed by the grumbles she heard from her little bleating lambs along the way.